sometimes I'll joke with my wife. I'll say, let me just try to push one ball in. <laughs> let me just try to push one ball inside that vagina just to say we did. You know, I don't want to die. I don't want to be in my deathbed and say I never got to push my nuts inside of you. <laughs> you don't want to be at the, the pearly gates and he's going through all the data of right. your life and you never check that box. He's like, oh, look at this. This chapter looks meaty. I bet this is how many times you put your balls inside your wife. And he flips it over and it's actually how many times I cried while masturbating. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 306 of your favorite comedy podcast, where every week Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh, and we tell hilarious and relatable stories. Eddie, what's up? Uh, Not too much, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Good to hear. Who can't relate to going to the movies? (laughs) Eddie. Nice segue, man. <laughs> I want to get right to the content, you know? A big gripe a lot of people have about podcasts is they get annoyed that the hosts banter for 10 minutes oh, okay. before getting into stuff. Mm-hmm. However, in our case, our entire podcast <laughs> is the host bantering. That's true. So I sometimes get bummed out when I read, like, the top 10 ways to make a killer podcast. And eight of them are things we don't really do. <laughs> and one of them is usually that the hosts just banter yeah but the banter on here is this that's the goodness that's that's what people come for that's the gristle that's the the umami yes the the special (laughs) sauce eddie uh so i went to the movies Mm -hmm. and i saw bohemian rhapsody oh nice was it good it was good yeah i'll tell you this so it was a friday night and now that my kids are getting older you know they can babysit each other I don't have to plan a babysitter out two, three weeks in advance. Dude, I'm so jealous. Dude, the other (laughs) thing, too, is when you do get a babysitter, it's an extra 60 bucks, Mm -hmm. 70 bucks, which, you know, I mean, listen, times are tight. (laughs) I know the economy is amazing. Every time I go on Twitter or read the news, it's like the economy, jobs, unemployment. Mm -hmm. And I always love how they tout out like black unemployment is the (laughs) lowest ever. It's like, it's kind of shitty. Yeah. Like, I understand, but they're like beating people over the head. Like, even black people, (laughs) the unemployment's that low. It's stupid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's terrible. It's just some weird ploy that Trump trots out to be like, hey, you should be voting for me. Yeah. Black people. It's really weird. Listen, I don't want to get into that. Fuck Trump. What? I just said fuck Trump. I had to get that out. Yeah. Um, So times are tough. Mm -hmm. Even for everybody, I feel like. You want to be reasonable, even though apparently our economy is doing so great. Mm-hmm. I look around at all my friends and like work people. I don't see anyone like just living high on the hog now. Yeah, it seems totally. like the same. Yeah, I didn't get a raise. <laughs> In fact, I think I'm going to have to pay more taxes next see? year. God damn it. Anyways, I don't have to pay for a babysitter. Mm-hmm. And that really makes going out to a movie much easier. Also, if you don't get, you know, $40 worth of concessions, yeah. all of a sudden going to see a movie with somebody is 25 bucks mm. or 20 bucks even. And that's a reasonable thing to do. Not 200. Yeah. Because the other thing about guys like you and I who go see maybe two movies a year, mm-hmm. and I'm not counting like you go with the whole family to see Moana make way at the place where you can eat. Yeah, uh, what's that place called? The, Studio, uh, Studio Movie, Movie Girl. Girl. Yeah. yeah, and here in California, it's like a Walmart. It's like a Chili's mm-hmm. with a, a theater. Yeah, and you can eat while you do that. I'm not counting those, but I'm saying guys like you and I, you have to think so hard. Like, this is the one movie yeah. that I'm going to see this year, and there's so much pressure to make it like Star Wars or ugh, I don't even know <laughs> what to say, but like the movie, Deadpool. Deadpool, like, wow, I've been waiting. Like, you you and I just bought Red Dead Redemption. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I buy so few video games now, I'm only allowed to buy a game that comes out once every seven years. (laughs) It's like the only game I'm allowed to waste $70 on. Totally. Yeah, I always always buy games that are replayable. Yes. Or take a long time to get through. Because, yeah, it's the same way. Because we only get, like, an hour here and there to play. Right. So, yeah, it's got to be a game that lasts a while. It's got to be a great game or a movie that you really want to see. Yeah. However, now that I don't have this pressure, no babysitter, no. And then that's the other thing. So you're like, okay, 
babe, we got a babysitter. We're going to see this movie. And then you get there and you haven't been to a movie theater in a year. So you get like the big popcorn, <laughs> jujubes, snow caps, all that bullshit. And next thing you're out $200 yeah. to go see a stupid movie. So it was a Friday night and it was last minute. And Nicole said, the kids are asleep. You know, we got a babysitter. Um, our oldest son is old enough now. Let's go see Bohemian Rhapsody. She fires up Fandango. Okay. And there's two seats left. Front row. Oh, okay. And I said, oh, God. I mean, front row, babe. <laughs> and she said, well, fine. Fine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if, if you don't want to go. And I said, no, 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 girl. You're right. It's going to be fun. Let's go. Front row. The movie starts in five minutes. Like, this is a big deal for me mm -hmm. to pivot that hard. Yeah. The, I mean, this would be like saying, like, let's get on an airplane <laughs> in five minutes. I'd say, what? Well, God. And so to know that the movie was going to start in five minutes, I was in pajamas. <laughs> and just like, you know, a guy who gets up an hour before the plane leaves mm -hmm. and stands in line and just mill about. You know, some like, you know, uh, goofy dude, dad, and like <laughs> New Balances and like a fanny pack. Yes. will get up so early. The thought of going to a movie like five minutes before it started that's sacrilege yeah for a, a planner goof ass like me totally but i said oh, you got it babe let's do this and we got there and we're walking in the theater still previews that was the okay. other thing previews up the ass and we're walking in and she's like hey let's sit there in the handicap seats and if anyone comes we'll move okay <laughs> i said well wait what do you mean she's like those seats right there that whole row is what people have bought because if you're in a wheelchair well, let's just say you're you know you're not dating someone else in a wheelchair mm -hmm. you're probably <laughs> with somebody else who could potentially walk yeah and or whatever so there's a lot of seats next to big openings mm -hmm. and in one spot there was a like a bank of seats that were meant for handicap wheelchair access folks and she's she's like we're like walking in the theater so we're like hunched over and she's like just sit down here and she kind of grabbed me and I'm like, we can't sit here. <laughs> but I, I couldn't say that. Like, I couldn't stop. So I sat down. And I said, what are you doing? She said, well, if someone comes, we'll just move. Okay. And I said, I don't want to have that conversation in a movie. Like, oh, what? Oh, oh, is this not? Wait, what? Oh, I'm not handicapped? Oh, what? Oh, shit. That's the thing. This was not like on accident. I sat in a random seat. <laughs> Nicole and I, two totally able-bodied people, sat down there. Mm -hmm. And I almost thought maybe someone was going to come up with us at like a parking place and be like yo you got a placard <laughs> like and i could say i'm mentally handicapped i don't know what do, you, what do you want from me and so and i could reverse the whole thing on and like throw a scene um and we sat there and she said don't worry if anyone comes up we'll just go to our actual seats which are dead in the front mm -hmm. goddamn center of rami malik's teeth oh god his teeth in oh my movie, god eddie um i'll get to that in a okay. second um and i'm sitting there in the entire movie until halfway through i was very tense <laughs> i just was every time somebody came in the theater i thought great here's gonna come somebody wheeling in and i'm gonna have to be that asshole <laughs> and move and thank god it didn't happen do you think people were like talking shit like what are these motherfuckers maybe they were sitting there I, it just it's it, nobody was looking at us okay nobody gives a shit about yeah. half the people in there were probably drunk oh or yeah high, or who cares it's friday night <laughs> um i was really surprised though whenever there was a gay kiss People laughed in the theater, like full, full, like they were grossed out. And I thought to myself, "Just fucking 2018, and you see like two handsome men, like normal kiss on the screen, and that's like like something that like a ten year old in 1993 yeah. would have laughed at." Dude, I, I worked with a guy in Vegas who um, this this was when Modern Family like just came out. I mean, one of the most popular shows on television. Yes. That has a gay couple. A gay couple. For the past 10 years yes. in it. Right. And we were talking about it one day, and he was like, man, that show is so funny. He's like, but, like, do they have to kiss? Oh, God. I'm like, dude, they're a gay married couple. Right. Like, what? Who cares? And he's like, yeah, right. but, like, they don't have to. Like, we get it. They're together, but they don't right. have to kiss. I was like, everyone else on the show fucking kisses? What? Why can't they? What is the difference? Seriously. Yeah. I remember thinking that, too. Like, when... For, for a few years, I think maybe they didn't. And it, that's something they probably have to think about. Like, mm -hmm. do we write a kiss here? Well, we had a kiss a couple episodes ago. Meanwhile, they're definitely not worried about Jay and Gloria <laughs> kissing too much. 
they're all just like show Gloria's tits and don't have the gay guys kiss too much. Totally. Anyways, um, yeah, but that's the thing. It's like you have. This is the first time you've seen a guy kiss another guy. Yeah. And now you're laughing about it. Like, what is going on? And you don't know the story, like about Freddie Mercury. You Seriously. weren't expecting something. Excl- yes, there, there's some stuff in it for sure. And the other thing that made me think is, um, why? Ugh, let's, let's move on from that. <laughs> um, but his teeth. Okay. Yes. So the guy, Rami Malek, who plays him, is in Star of Mr. Robot. Yes. Which is a show that I know both of us enjoy. Mm-hmm. And he's great in it. And he's almost like Walter White, Tony Soprano. Well, who else is like a star? Uh, Don Draper. Uh, yeah. What's that idiot's name? John Hamm. <laughs> so it was really hard for me to not see Elliot okay. for Mr. Robot. And, you know, if you think of Freddie Mercury, you think of his mustache which he had a great mustache, mm-hmm. real, clearly. But he had these prosthetic teeth because I guess Freddie Mercury in real life has had two extra teeth or something, okay. which made his mouth really big. And there was a joke about it. They make fun of his teeth in the movie a couple times. Okay, But when I think of Freddie Mercury, I never really thought of his big teeth. But damn, in the movie, I swear <laughs> to God, sometimes, you know what he made me think of? Teddy Perkins oh, from no. Atlanta. <laughs> Like when Donald Glover dressed as that weird uh, piano player. Yeah. And it was it looked like that bad. Like he's almost like mumbling through the teeth. Really? It was weird. Like, do you think that was like an artistic choice for them to have it be awkward like that? Or they were just like, well, fuck it, roll with it. Well, that's the thing. You're right. If it's an artistic choice for like Christian Bale to lose 80 pounds yeah. or gain 80 pounds, like I get that. But to me, it's not. It wasn't like such a, like a stunt. Okay. It's just like bad horsey teeth. <laughs> and to me, he didn't need it. And maybe I wondered if it was to separate him from Mr. Robot a little bit, mm-hmm. because it's not like he looked so much like Freddie Mercury that that like made the look. Yeah. Like speaking of Christian Bale, have you seen that trailer where he plays? Uh, Dick Cheney. Oh my God! Yeah, dude, oh, it's that's an achievement. Amazing, dude. Rami Malek doesn't look anything like Freddie Mercury, so putting these weird teeth on him <laughs> would be like, I don't know, it's stupid. Yeah. Anyways, it was still a decent movie, and I enjoyed watching it. Okay. And I, I recommend if you have uh, the means and the ways, I'll watch your kids. <laughs> you know, you want to go out there. Is it better than? Um... That uh, Lady Gaga movie? Absolutely not. No? Okay. See, I made the mistake of going to see A Star is Born, which Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper sing every song. Mm-hmm. They sing it. They're singing live. They filmed them singing live. So it just feels so real and good. And then in Bohemian Rhapsody, he's not singing at all. Mm-hmm. Zero. Yeah. Like it's Freddie Mercury dubbed over him. And that was kind of hard to wrap my head around too, especially just coming off another song movie. Yeah. That was not a smart thing. I needed a movie in between. Gotcha. And a moose boosh. But it was definitely not as good as A Star is Born. That movie is excellent. <laughs> okay. Okay. Not like our, <laughs> our, our boy Dylan, who's obsessed with it. Yeah. But I still highly a... recommend going to see that one. Okay. Excuse me. Okay. Listen, we're getting close to the holidays. Mm-hmm. And a couple of things on the show every year, I always get a thank you email because we, my wife, picked this up on the internet, I don't know, 10 years ago. And you and I, I think we do this with our kids. Mm-hmm. This is your kids too, the want need. Okay. Yeah. So I want to bring it up on the show because every year I get a lot of people thanking me, especially new listeners. I'm a terrible gift giver. Talked about it ad nauseum on the show. Yeah. There's go back to an old episode, Christmas episode. I gave my wife lingerie in front of her dad. Like it's just <laughs> terrible. So my wife one year said, okay, here's what we're going to do. Five gifts, something you want, something you need, something to wear and something to read. Actually four gifts. <laughs> But in our house, we added something to do because as a family, we'll be like, we're going to go camping okay. or something. But those four things, want, need, wear, read, let that be your guiding light. Yeah. And especially if you have a partner, it's so much pressure to find each other great gifts. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are you supposed to do? Commission a one-of-a-kind song for your wife <laughs> from what was the name of that guy? <laughs> I don't Songbird even Yeah. Or something. Man, was that a year ago? Dude, that was a year ago. Wow. Nicole, that like, it was called Reno. <laughs> I love heart was stolen and you know. Like, that was a year ago, Eddie. Man. Wrap your fucking head around that. That's crazy. Especially now that we're doing the show every other week. Time is going even quicker. Yeah. Here we are. So I, my, I, I can't recommend it enough. Google it. 
again, you get your partner something you want, they want, which is a something a splurge, mm-hmm. something stupid, something they need, which is not always something fun. Yeah. But it's something they actually need, something to wear, which can be clothing, <clears throat> excuse me, or it can be cologne, mm-hmm. perfume, jewelry, jewelry, if you're fancy. Seriously? Uh, or something to what was the last one? Want to read. read. And read could be a magazine subscription. Mm-hmm. It could be stationery, a journal. I don't know, a subscription to you porn. <laughs> like a, you know. <laughs> Do you read you porn though? You read the comments. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll read the comments. And it always makes me laugh because it's like as if the, the actresses are going yeah. to those videos. Like, you know, when you and I make a show and I post a link to it, let's say on our Reddit, mm-hmm. and someone leaves a comment, you can bet your hairy ass. I'm reading every comment, every yeah. email, but I wonder if at a point, that's when you know you've made it in porn. <laughs> when you don't read the comments. You don't care about the comments. You know, when you're Lisa Ann and you're not, you go to like RedTube, I guarantee a lot of these girls still do that. Yeah. Go to RedTube, you pop in Lisa Ann. Now that would actually be a pretty cool feature is if she had a verified account and she could comment back. Oh, that'd be hilarious. On man. the comments on there. Yeah. That's kind of an unfounded social network. Because, you know, on every other website, Fox News, CNN, mm-hmm. ESPN, the comment section is almost like a half the story yeah. on some of these stories. Totally. But it never really took off on the porno section. <laughs> well, I mean, when you see comments like, didn't even fap. Right. It's like, <laughs> right. I don't know uh, what kind of conversations you could really have in the comments. You're right. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could say, like, if if she was there, and maybe she, they could, like kind of like a pop-up video. Oh, okay. <laughs> Like, oh God, during this scene, when I was getting reverse pile drive. Dude, that's passive income right there. That's a great idea. You know what? We need passive income (laughs) real bad. And then, so I wouldn't have to only get my wife four gifts. I get her 400. (laughs) Uh, Then the other thing I think, which is really cool that we do as a family is look, I have a sister, you have a sister, Mm -hmm. you've got aunts and cousins and uncles and nieces, nephews, you have so many people to get gifts for. And in our immediate family, meaning my, my parents have a little party mm-hmm. the night before Christmas, sometimes called Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And so what we do is a secret Santa and there's this great website we use. My wife booted it up today. It's called Elfster. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you are in a family and it's a real pain in the ass to get a bunch of people gifts, do this secret Santa thing. Everyone's yeah. going to be relieved. And you each get each other like one gift and then give it to each other at a party and have fun with it. Otherwise, if you're like me and you hate giving gifts, it's a nightmare. Yeah. And look, if you really want to get someone something like, oh my God, I saw this thing for you, Eddie, even though you're not my secret Santa, I just really had to get it for you to show how (laughs) how much you care, how much I care about you. You can still do that, but I highly recommend. Yeah, it definitely takes the pressure off. It really does because, you know, it's not about... It's not about giving people things they want. It's about making it easy because it's a pain, <laughs> pain in the goddamn ass. That's Yeah, that's what Christmas is all about. That's what Christmas is about for me. Hey, you want to hear a tweet? I would love to. A tweet from Dan you might have missed. <laughs> Went quasi-viral. Okay. What do you mean by quasi? I mean it got 737 likes. Oh, wow. Okay. 160 retweets. No way. Yeah, check this is, out. Wait, wait, wait. Is that your best performing tweet? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So... I don't know. It was like a Friday night and something, something about Trump too. So this was like, I don't know, two weeks ago. Okay. It was before Halloween. And it was when something about, you know what? It was after the synagogue with, um, uh, God, there's, dude, there's so many, I forgot. <laughs> it. There was a mass shooting at a temple Yeah. two weeks ago and it's already off the map. It's crazy, man. That, I mean, there was a mass shooting a week ago. In Thousand Oaks, mm-hmm. already off the map. These fires are burning California to the ground. Yeah. Anyways, I, this is I'm sick to my stomach that two weeks ago, there's shootings happen so often here in America. I feel like it's over. Mm-hmm. Like, a shooting could happen every day now. Yeah. Like, nothing's going to change at this point. Uh, I really hope it does. But Trump, like five years ago, especially after this Jewish thing, he tweeted this tweet. I promise you I'm much smarter than Jonathan Leibowitz. I mean, John Stewart at The Daily Show, who, by the way, is totally overrated. Now, look, calling John Stewart, who changed his name from Leibowitz, because mm-hmm. that's a very Jewish last name, <laughs> to John Stewart, did you think, like, who's a celebrity that has a fun name? 
all of them like they've <laughs> all changed something in their name yeah that's what everyone does like every entertainer every radio person but when you like really bring his ethnicity into it mm-hmm. this is an anti-semitic tweet yeah like 100 percent. totally just like if a guy was hispanic and changed his name to like i don't know galindo's not a, a filipino last name Spanish. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, but if you change your last name to Galland, mm-hmm. I'd say, why? Galindo has such a better ring. That's, yeah. You're stupid. But if you did to hide something and I was like, oh, Eddie, Galindo. Yeah. It would be like me making fun of your fake Latin I mean, he's, he's basically saying like, hey, everyone, look at this guy. He's Jewish. Did you right. guys know he was Jewish? Totally. This fucking guy. Believe it's like, me. <laughs> okay, and? Right. And see, that's the thing. Like, people might be like, that's not racist. Trust me, from a person who had gotten grief his whole <laughs> life. For not, whoa, that was weird. <laughs> it's really coming back wow. to you. <laughs> for a guy who got so much grief growing up for being Jewish, and I really wasn't even Jewish. Yeah. Like, I had a bar mitzvah, and everyone just remembered that. <laughs> so I paid for that my whole life. Um, one of my friends used to call me Danju. <laughs> Danju. Like, that's not even clever, okay? <laughs> and for my sister listening, that's my friend John. <laughs> But who's supposed to be my best friend? You just call me Danju. Yeah. And so, anyways, people who are, have been marginalized or made fun of a certain way, we can smell that shit from a mile away. Oh yeah. This is an anti-Semitic tweet. Period. End of story. Okay. And so, so I tweeted. I retweeted his tweet. Mm-hmm. Please don't ever forget who our president truly is at his core and what he inspires in his followers. Now, look, it's a little preachy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm usually not like that on the internet. And I guess because I, I have some Judaism in my background, you know, like my wife was like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like she was like, not that I knew these Jews, um, but she just said like, this is, <laughs> I don't know why this is funny, but she was like, like, this is terrible. It really hit, is it hitting close to home for you? And I said, yeah, I guess, but it's still, there's people like yeah. getting gun. Some of these people are like 95. Yeah. Can you imagine shooting a 95-year-old? It doesn't even make sense. It's insane. So I did feel bad, um, and she did feel bad, and she's very sweet. Um, And other people, too, uh, sent me notes just to say, like, hey, man, thinking about you. Oh, you're talking about the shooting. The shooting. Okay. I thought you meant this tweet. I thought she was like, I'm sorry. Did this tweet affect you? No. I was like, okay. (laughs) That Um, makes more sense. Sorry. The shooting. (laughs) shooting. (laughs) I'm sorry for laughing. (laughs) No. Okay. Now I see why you (laughs) laughed. Well, that's even funnier then. Um, so now you see why I was confused. Yeah. <laughs> you were laughing. Um, anyways, I just tweeted it and I was like, ah, fuck it. Like I overthink every time I tweet, mm-hmm. I, I said, fine, I just do it. And then it just all of a sudden it started getting likes and retweets and Sarah Silverman even liked oh, it. Oh shit, man. Yeah. The, uh, very prominent Jewish. Like, the queen Jew. <laughs> queen Jew right now. So check this out. You know, I like, you know, I like data. Mm-hmm. So when you have a tweet that does really well, you get all these analytics around it. Okay. So this tweet was seen by 150,000 people. Wow. And it, but, but that was funny to me too. Like 150,000 people saw it and it got 160 retweets. Like I said, mm-hmm. 82 people thought 82 out of those 150,000 saw my tweet, saw my face and clicked on my face. <laughs> only 82. Okay. okay. And only 18 out of those 140,000 impressions. Mm-hmm. Only 18 people replied to my tweet. How many followers do you think I got from that big time tweet? Zero. One. You got one follower. Good for you, man. (laughs) Which is crazy to me. I would like to know the data on those 18 people that replied to you. How many of them were Trump supporters and how many of them were supporters of what you said? I can tell you. Okay. You know what I'll do? I'll pin this tweet. And if you are on Twitter, I'm at Dan the Beast and you can look at it yourself. I'd say 10 of them were positive. Okay. And the other 18 were just saying, like, it's a bit of a reach. <laughs> you know, social justice warrior over here. Yeah. And you click on their profiles, and they're just garbage people. <laughs> just garbage yeah. people. And which is funny, too, because when you can look at someone's history, you can quickly, especially on Reddit or something, mm-hmm. you can so fast get it. Like, oh, this person posts in Joe Rogan subreddit a lot. Oh, he's posting in... Opie and Anthony. Okay, he's a racist. Like, it's very easy to sort of... That's a bad generalization. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I quickly look at all these people who are arguing with me, mm-hmm. and they're exactly the kind of people you'd think they were. Okay. The kind of people who are like, I don't see color. 
<laughs> I don't see color, man. But, and then, you know, they say something incredibly, yeah. incredibly racist. So, shout out to me for having my biggest tweet ever, ever in the world. Um, there was so much going on the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. One thing I hate about doing the show, like I say often, is I write, write a funny note. Like, <laughs> oh, Megan Kelly got fired for arguing about blackface. Yeah. That's not interesting anymore. No. Uh, but the one thing that was really funny that I do have to bring up that I don't think people later saw mm-hmm. was so she was on the TV arguing about how she doesn't understand how blackface, aka like painting your face black and pretending to be, I don't know, black at Halloween mm-hmm. is offensive. And she got fired, as she should have, for that idiotic thing. And then the next week, when it was Halloween, who do you think Al Roker, the black weatherman on <laughs> The Today Show, or whatever this is, who do you think he went for <laughs> as Halloween? Megan Kelly. I hope. No, he went as Doc Brown from oh, okay. Back to the Future. Okay, and all the idiots on the internet had a field day with this. Oh, oh, so a black man can dress as a white actor, but white people can't dress as black people. Now, he didn't fucking white his face out. He just was a black person wearing a crazy wig. In like, you know, 14.4 gigawatts or whatever he would say. Yeah. And so this like if a little girl dresses... See, a lot of people get mad when like little girls dress up as Moana, mm-hmm. appropriating Hawaiian culture. Um, you know, that's also to say like what, so then black little black girls can't dress up as Ariel? Yeah. Not allowed? I, I will say if, if Al Roker did paint his face white, still not racist. <laughs> still not racist. <laughs> because there's no history and connotation to white face. I mean, so... How people are laughing at gay people in the theater, and you got this <laughs> fucking idiot woman on TV who's yeah. paid millions of dollars who doesn't understand racism? Yeah. What's going on? It doesn't make any sense, man. I feel like we're sliding backwards <laughs> every day, Eddie. So anyways... What's the point of this? Oh, yeah. I, I, I just had to laugh <laughs> about that. Because there's a lot of hot button stuff going on. The midterms happened. Mm-hmm. And I really wished we had a show two weeks ago. Because there was this great app. So great. Which I still very much urge you to download. It's called Vote With Me. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it uses all public record. So in California, if you search for my name, it'll say Dan Fields, registered Democrat, voted in the 2018, 2016. It'll tell you if I voted, but of course not who I voted for, mm-hmm. which kind of makes me laugh that why does that even have to be public? Fine. Let <laughs> it be public what my political affiliation is. Yeah. But some states are different. Some won't tell you. So you download this app, you connect it on your phone, and then it's like, boom, here's every person in your contacts. And you can sort them by Republican. No way. Oh yes. my God. You can sort it by Democrat. You can sort. Well, excuse me. I'm very gassy. <laughs> On the mic today, Eddie. Terrible gaze. Um, so you can... Here's the point of the app. Because so many of these races were so tight, mm-hmm. I could look through and it would say, Hey, Dan, you have a friend in Oregon. And for whatever reason, this is interesting, I read. Now, like I said, I'm a Democrat. So I'll, I, especially right now, I will vote for pretty much any Democrat mm-hmm. down the line. And I think a lot of people do that, which is sad. But for whatever reason, when it comes to the governor, a lot of times people will vote outside of their party lines more than any other position why i don't know why because i think it's it's so personal to your state so you might know like god the democrat running is a piece of shit uh, okay like look i'm not one of these political guys who doesn't realize there's god-awful garbage mm-hmm. democrats too 90 percent of all of them fucking suck yeah period both sides both sides like i don't like diane feinstein <laughs> you know who i wanted to win Kevin De Leon. Dude, that's my middle name. And I, was, I know. I know, dude. <laughs> I was pulling for Kevin so hard. Like, yeah, it was. I was talking to Chris and I was like, I, I have to vote for him. Right. I like, he, I mean, he's also a Democrat. Right. And I like what, like his platform and his, his name is my middle name. I mean, why would you not want to vote yeah. for Kevin De Leon? When I, right <laughs> when I saw that on the batter bo- batter's box, on the ballot box, I checked it so hard, <laughs> Eddie. Uh, so anyways, I'm willing to admit there's people that are garbage people, but the point was supposed to say like, Hey, Hey Eddie, I noticed you live in Oregon Mm -hmm. and it's a really tight race. I hope you make it out to vote on Tuesday. So it's sort of like a voter awareness. Gotcha. Okay. However, (laughs) my wife and I spent like an hour in bed just going through like, (laughs) Oh my God, did you know Steve is actually a Democrat? 
And I'd say, what, Steve? Like racist Steve around the corner who has like a Confederate flag? And I, but like, I was really more surprised to see how many people who I thought were really conservative registered as a Democrat. Hmm. And then some people who did, I see who registered as a Republican, no surprises. <laughs> Not one surprise. Every one of my religious friends or just most of my, a couple of my friends were super rich. Mm -hmm. And then just everyone who I feel like is mad at people for kneeling yeah. at the NFL. Like it was just very easy to tell. <laughs> so check it out. It's called vote with me. I need to get that. Yeah. Unless you live in England. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry guys. Uh, but, uh, yeah, check it out. It's really good. Um, this is a very political show. It is. Yeah. You know what else I want to talk about? A uh, new segment for the show. Okay. Called unpopular opinion. Okay. Where I have an opinion on something that I think is unpopular. Your opinion is unpopular or the topic is unpopular? My opinion on an okay. issue. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm actually it. super pro-abortion now. <laughs> and I'm super pro-gun. No. <laughs> uh, okay. So on Saturday Night Live last weekend, Pete Davidson, mm -hmm. who is sort of like catapulted to a level he never deserved because he was fucking Ariana Grande. Yeah. Who apparently you pronounce her last name Grandy. That's a whole other what? story. Google that shit. She, does, she, does she say that? Yes. Isn't that bizarre? That doesn't sound right. Nicole, my wife, my wife. <laughs> oh God, it's, I cannot say my wife without not hearing it yeah, in Borat's voice. Totally. Uh, anyways, she showed me this clip where she was being interviewed by a radio host. And he said something to her like, where do you see Ariana Grande in blah, blah, blah years? And she said, well, I see Ariana Grande. And she said it so loosely, just like, that's her name. And she, I, 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 how are you not going to correct people if your last name is spelled <laughs> differently? Anyhow, so she was dating Pete Davidson, who is this spindly, he's really funny. Yeah. Like, I heard him on Howard Stern, and he kind of has a rap for being the comedian whose dad died mm -hmm. in 9-11. Anyways, he's really funny. And he was on Weekend Update. Are you familiar with this story? Yeah. And he made a comment about this guy running for, I don't know, Congress. Mm -hmm. His name's uh, Dan Crenshaw. And he has a patch. An eye patch. He's got an eye patch. Yeah. Looks like a fucking pirate. <laughs> and I quote what Pete Davidson said was like, he looks like a, a hitman from a porno movie. Yeah. Which is really funny. <laughs> I mean, he's a handsome, built vet. Mm -hmm. And he's got an eye patch. And this is a comedy show mm -hmm. where you're... A comedian makes fun of people. Oh my God, the next day on the news, dude, it was insane with all these people yeah. so offended. Dude, look, the guy is incredible. He went to Iraq or wherever, bomb blew up, and he lost his fucking eye. Mm -hmm. That is so amazing. He's still a piece of shit. <laughs> like, do you know any idea what this guy's politics are? I don't. He's insane. <laughs> He's like crazy anti abortion, crazy pro gun. He's like, every value he has is the polar opposite of me. Okay. He like ran like a tea party, uh, Facebook group. He's crazy conservative. Really? Yes. Okay. And because they did this joke about him, boom, he just shot to the top. This guy's going to probably be president now. Yeah. And he's a piece of shit. And you know what? <laughs> I'm just fine. I'm glad he was a vet. That doesn't mean he's invincible for the rest of his life. Yeah. And even on Veterans Day, I'm talking all this shit <laughs> on Veterans Day. It's just, it's unfair that I feel like first responders and vets, like, that's why there's so many problems, because they never get called out, especially with cops. Ugh, all right, I'm not going here. <laughs> what do I care? Yeah. I mean, I think, I, I think what offends me is that, th that it was such a big deal. Like, like you said, it's a, it's a fucking comedy show. Right. I think, like, the name of the bit was, like, stupid first impressions or something like that Probably. where he was going at everyone about how they look right like it, it he didn't choose him like in a like he wasn't trying to take the dude down he was right. just trying to be funny right and it, i think it would have been better if the guy was like yeah that was that was like let him say whatever he wants like seriously it's freedom of speech right That's and it's a fucking comedy show man and a week later no one's gonna know or care yeah well instead yesterday on saturday Night live or the day before they had his ass on. And Pete Davidson apologized <laughs> yeah. to him. Like, I feel like that flies in the face. And dude, America right now is so shattered and so terrible that everyone is just loving this Italian kissing in mm -hmm. the air. They're like, wow, you know. But this is what Democrats always do. We always apologize. Al Franken quit. 
mm-hmm. being a, a senator. All these people always apologize. The president talked shit about John McCain. Yeah. Do you remember when he said something like, uh, I like my heroes who weren't captured Yeah. or something? <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, that's dude. way worse. Yeah. That is so much worse than making fun of this guy's eye patch on a comedy show. Not the president talking shit about another senator. Yeah. It's terrible. Eddie, we should do a, con- a podcast about just politics. Because <laughs> apparently that's what we're doing right now. It'd be the worst podcast, though, because, like... <laughs> we don't know shit. Yeah. I'm so uninformed. <laughs> I, just, I don't have a clue what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I don't even care. Uh, I did read one more funny story that I thought I would talk about. And who hasn't been in a situation like this, Eddie, where you're out with some chaps, okay. out with some mates. And I use the word mate because this story did take place in Australia. Okay. You're out with some mates. You're 18 years old. Mm-hmm. You got the world by the tits. And you're just running around like a crazy man. <laughs> and you're in the forest. And someone says, hey, mate, there's a banana slug on the ground. You, I dare you to fucking eat it, mate. And you say, oh, boy. I don't know if I can <laughs> eat a banana slug. Now, a banana slug, meaning they're very large yeah. snails mm-hmm. without a shell. Hence it being a slug. And they're probably like, what, like three inches long? Probably. They're pretty big. They're, they're kind of like a finger. Yeah, they're juicy. Like a man's finger. Meaty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, biting that and eating that, it's a real mouthful. Yeah. Well, this hero, I mean, you want to talk about heroes? You want to talk about real American heroes? <laughs> this Australian guy. <laughs> uh, he ate it. He ate the fucking slug, Eddie. Okay. He took that banana slug, and I don't know if he chewed it. I don't know if he swallowed it. Because you can't ask him. You know why? Because after he ate it, he became paralyzed. Okay? No way. Because he got a crazy rare form of meningitis called rat lungworm. From? Yes. Oh, my God. And it's super rare, but you get it from snails, um, bugs, uh, snakes, any of these sort of like slimy reptiles that have weird diseases. Mm -hmm. Weird, odd diseases that humans are not supposed to get. But when you are like rat shit, like imagine if you ate like a big handful of rat shit. Yeah. You're fucked. <laughs> you're asking for something. <laughs> you're just messed up. Like the other day I was, um, because my wife's obsessed with plants right now, mm-hmm. I had, she bought a ceramic vols and <laughs> I was, and she needed drainage. Grande. <laughs> she needed drainage in it. Yeah, you know, she, she did. She, oh boy. <laughs> and God forbid she buys a pot that already has drainage holes in it. <laughs> So she buys this pot, and then I have to take my a bit, a drill bit, mm-hmm. and and drill holes in it. And while I was drilling it, and like the ceramic smoke was just flying, resin just flying back <laughs> in my face. I said, "Well, I, today is the day I got cancer." <laughs> Did you ever think that you're like, "Well, yes, today was the day." I definitely thought that before. Like you huffed, like you just painted like your office and forgot to open the door, yeah. and you've been <laughs> inhaling paint for two hours. Well, today was the day that I officially got cancer. So. What's the point of that story, Eddie? <laughs> Vases? What was I talking about? Drilling um, something? Yeah. The weird. rat? Getting, just getting diseases? Getting a disease? All right, fine. So yeah, you get disease mm-hmm. from the ceramic vase. Um, but when you eat it is the real thing. So this poor bastard on a dare, man. This is like whenever I read a story about like a, like a what's it called? A, a baby shower mm-hmm. or a bridal shower and someone's just messing around they're probably drunk they push the bride in the pool and she hits her head and she's paralyzed yeah and then she's in a wheelchair she goes to see the 730 (laughs) showing of bohemian rhapsody and there's two fucking people sitting in there uh no and then so yes the kid ate it and became paralyzed okay and then for eight years he was paralyzed and then he finally died and he died like last week oh my god do you believe that how sad that is like if you're the friends, how bad do you have to feel? So bad. Like, you ruin this kid's life. And his poor parents, like, if my if Nicole ate a banana slug, and for the next eight years I had to, like, change her diaper and shit. Yeah. Like, I didn't sign up for that. <laughs> you know, I'll change her diaper when she's hella old. <laughs> you know, but right now, I mean, she's young and good looking. I could probably sell some of those diapers <laughs> if I had to. Uh, all right, Eddie. You know who doesn't have to sell diapers? Who's that? BZRK Audio. Oh, shit. But he does sell... <laughs> That's right. So big shout out to Sly, our big man Sly, bzrkaudio.com. You know, if you want to impress a chick, A, eat a banana slug. Yes. B, push her in the pool at her bridal party. (laughs) Or C, buy bzrkaudio.com speakers. There you go. Okay, please. Please do that. Uh, Let's do a voicemail real fast, and then we'll do some questions, and we'll, we'll hit the road. Cool. 
So I was listening to your guys' last show, and you guys need a little anatomy lesson in terms of the male genitalia or penis. So first off, you have the uh, prostatic urethra, and then you have the membranous urethra, and then you have the spongy or penile urethra. So you guys need to uh, learn what's going on in your own bodies. True. But if you are having a problem with getting a little bit of a piss stain on your pants, you need to uh, grab right behind your balls and empty your prostatic urethra. Just a couple of fingers right up in there. Not in the asshole. <laughs> you just need to empty it out when you're pissing. And I know you guys go over the waistband, which is weird. I go through the zipper personally, but you need to just give a little extra push on your urethra behind your balls and you'll get all that extra piss out and you won't have a piss stain on your pants. <laughs> This is Rachel and Nate from Reno. Pussy got wet. Bye. <laughs> all right. Love the ending. First of all, this this poor Rachel and Nate from Reno. <laughs> poor Rachel had to sit there and watch Nate record that whole thing and waited till the very end. Then she got to say her piece. And I'm looking at this, the audio clip. Mm -hmm. I can see all the pauses. Yeah. <laughs> Nate, brother, next time you send a voicemail and keep it rolling. All right. So anyways... I, I, I tried it and it does work pretty good. Does it? But the problem is, and you know what? Let's also clear the air. I don't say I unzip my pants, my jeans, like my belt. I do pull my dick through if I have a belt on. Mm -hmm. I think what I'm saying is I don't open up my boxer hole. You and I go over the band on that. Yeah. Is what we were saying. Yeah. But uh, anyway, fine. Yeah. So grab your whole balls. Grab your nutsack. So get in there. You are you pressing on your taint? Kind of, yeah. I went underneath the balls. Like, here, my balls are a fist here, Eddie. Yes. And pull, just pull your balls out. Just, me, I can just yeah. show you. And I just kind of like went in there and I kind of grabbed them all. <laughs> and I kind of grabbed the whole thing. And, and, I'm serious. Like, and everything came out. I kind of flopped them around. Like, I shook my dick and my balls. Okay. Like, it's one thing. Like, sometimes I'll joke with my wife. I'll say, let me just try to push one ball in. <laughs> let me just try to push one ball inside that vagina. Just to say we did. <laughs> You know, I don't want to die. I don't want to be in my deathbed and say I never got to post my nuts inside of you. <laughs> you don't want to be at the the pearly gates and he's going through all the data of right. your life and you never check that box. He's like, oh, look at this. This chapter looks meaty. I bet this is how many times you put your balls inside your wife. And he flips it over and it's actually how many times I cried while masturbating. <laughs> Uh, you're right. I don't want that to happen. Yeah. Eddie, I don't want that to happen. But thanks for the shout out or the, the email, the voicemail. <laughs> Nate and I would say this if you're gonna come correct with some professional bullshit you didn't say dr. Nate <laughs> so who are you a penis expert yeah we need we need credentials man. right we're <laughs> right. talking about prosthetic urethras <laughs> I guess there's more than one part of your urethra if, if another listener can fact check what you just said right we'd appreciate that exactly exactly um, you know we speaking of listeners and other listeners Super shout out to our Patreon yeah. supporters of the show. Every month, a handful of people at uh, patreon.com slash sift show give us their hard-earned money. Well, yes. maybe it's not hard-earned. <laughs> I mean, who am I to say what hard means? I just talk shit about, you know, the vets on Veterans <laughs> Day. I mean, I'm a piece of shit, Eddie. I'm a garbage person. Uh, but these people, maybe you're better than vets. I don't know. It's I'm possible. All right, come on. Um, and one day when I run for president, I'm, I'm <laughs> fucked, man. I'm so messed up. Uh, okay. So shout out to A-Train, Albert, Alex, Angelina, Carla, Brian and Catherine, Haley, Jared, Jerry and Yvonne, Lisa, Lori, Just Mike, Milan, Moldy Orange, Nick, Paul from Roanoke, Seb, Sleep With Me Podcast, Thomas, and Vix. Thanks, guys. You know the Sleep With Me Podcast has given the show over $200,000? <laughs> You believe that? Well, I, have, I haven't seen any of that money. He's basically like our NRA. <laughs> like, I have to go on the show and do content to keep his show, Scooter, you know, yeah. sleep with me. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, I do appreciate the support um, from everybody. And you can be a patron too if you want to um, communicate with us and hear your name on the podcast. Uh, the other thing we love from our listeners is questions. Eddie, let's do a couple questions and that's it. Yeah. You got questions? We got answers. All right. We love questions on Save for the Show. Saveforthishow.com slash contact. You can be anonymous or saveforthishow at gmail.com. And if you do want to leave a voicemail, I highly recommend you use your phone and just save an MP3 or a wave or a flack or a, what's that other Vogue Orbis? Is that like the crazy? Ba- I don't even, <clears throat> I don't think I've. Bigger than flack. Okay. You know, I don't fuck with flack. <laughs> Do you remember when that made, made, meant something? Yeah. When you'd be downloading MP3s in your college dorm room and you'd see like a 64 <laughs> kilobyte MP3 and you'd say, <laughs> 128 minimum. Yeah, never these ears. 192, <laughs> yes. 128, I guess. <laughs> Uh, but then, yeah, you'd see flack files. You'd someone be like, yeah, it's an album, but it's flack. And I'd say, what am I going to do that shit? It's like a gig. Uh, all right. Like 20 people are like, oh, shit, man. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's funny that, that that's what uh, I'm talking about. Because this was a simple, short email from somebody. Okay. Real Treat Africa by Toto. Okay. Okay. Now, no. <laughs> All right, especially right now with this garbage Weezer song. Yeah. Absolute trash. I tweeted about this a few weeks ago, and that tweet got like 20 likes where I just said, no, this Weezer song is not good. It's a bad cover. Yeah. When you cover a song, play it a little different. Yeah. It's worse than the original. I don't know if... uh, Is the quality supposed to be bad too? Like the audio quality? Because every time I hear it, it sounds like it was... 64 kilobyte? (laughs) Recorded in the 80s. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And is that the point? You're right. Like, is is it... is it Rami Malek's fake teeth? Yeah. Like, was this an artistic move to make the song sound kind of poor? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It started out as like a joke, I think, where people would just yell it at them on stage. It should have left it as a joke. <laughs> I think we how Weezer is even still a band. And look, Weezer is a very important band to me. Mm-hmm. When I was in high school, I loved them so much. I still have a keychain on my keys. It's a bottle opener that I got at a <laughs> Weezer concert. I don't know why I couldn't drink. It's probably the only thing I could afford. Yeah. Um, when their Blue album came out it, in like, God, 96, I got it yeah. there and it's still on my keychain. Love this band. But stop. <laughs> Quit. Or don't do dumb songs like this mm-hmm. where you're trying to be like in the zeitgeist. Like Rivers Cuomo, the guy that fronts that band's like 50. Yeah. And you're trying. No. So fuck this real treat. And then, you know, because I'm such an asshole and I'm so anti this song, my son came home from piano class. Guess what his new song was? No. Africa by the band Toto. And not only that, his piano teacher said, hey, I want you to start to practice singing while you play your songs. Okay. So for two weeks, I, I test the rains down in Africa all day and night. In this house, while my beautiful boy can he sing? I, no, I don't think God. I've ever heard him sing. He's a terrible voice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my son is like a piano prodigy, but his voice, yeah, is real bad. Yeah, all all the talents in the hands. It really is. <laughs> well, his not he's like his artistry is in the precision and the memory. He has a photographic memory. Mm-hmm. He can't really let himself go. And singing is all about that. Yeah, he's relaxed and letting it go. Maybe he could sing opera or something <laughs> where his voice was an instrument. Bless his heart. Uh, let's do a couple more. Ooh, this is a good one. <clears throat> Hello, Dan and Eddie. I'm 25 male from the Philippines. I've been listening to your show for over a year now. Don't worry, Eddie. This isn't like a, a fake email. Uh, I was trying to look for podcasts to listen to on Reddit. I forgot which subreddit. And someone recommended your show. Right, super quick pause here. God damn it. I, I, I should put money in Reddit. Mm-hmm. We've got more listeners from Reddit. Can somebody send me an email if you found us on Reddit and how? There's like a couple, like the podcast or the podcasting subreddit, where like the number one post, the guy recommends our show in it. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's like, I recommend Bill Burr, Mark Marin, and memorable mention to save for the show. <laughs> like, seriously, it's stuff like that. We get so many people. Okay. Um, the piece in your about tab on your website is really well written and it convinced me to give your show a try and I got hooked since then. 
All right, another pause. Yeah. On our website, under the about section, I wrote something about you and I mm -hmm. and why the show means anything. There's a picture of us. Yes. Sometimes people email me asking for a picture. It's on our goddamn <laughs> website. This must be what customer service feels like. Yeah. When someone calls the phone company <laughs> and they say, sir, have you tried restarting your router? Because that's the first step. Yeah. So go to our website. I did write a stupid thing up there. And he says, anyways, I have a question for Eddie. Hey, Eddie, do you listen to any Filipino bands or artists, old or new? More power to your show and keep it filthy from Soptkai. <laughs> and I was curious about this, too. You know, besides Filipino music, like when I'm in my kitchen and I'm cooking, you know what I go to. My go-to music. R&B. <laughs> 90s R&B. I was going to say Taylor Swift. Or maybe John Mayer <laughs> or Taylor Swift. But for you, do you ever feel... Do you listen to any Filipino music? Is there anything otherwise in the Filipino culture that you do enjoy and listen to on a regular basis or watch? Um, no, like zero. No, because I like Filipino, like popular Filipino music is just basically American music sung by Filipinos. Oh, um, is it? Yeah, you you know what actual I'm American like songs. Like a lot of it, yeah. I mean, well. Like a Obviously. Taylor Swift song sung by a young Filipino songstress? Well, I don't know if that's like like their go-to music, but they have like pop music and it's Filipino pop music. You okay. know what I mean? So, I, okay. Like so, the same beats and types, you know, just pop style music. of music. Right. Yeah. Is there country Filipino music? Uh, that's a good question. I don't think, I don't think it's, mm -hmm. if there is, it's, I don't think it's huge. Probably not. Um, Okay, so you're saying that, but of course there's Filipino versions. I, I'm sorry, I misunderstood you. I thought you were saying it's Filipino recreating. And I'm sure a lot of our songs are very popular yeah. on those charts. Yeah. But I bet you there are some like, great Filipino rappers. Oh, I'm sure there are. And they've got some beats that probably just slap. <laughs> you should find those. <laughs> I've actually, I've listened to some Filipino rap before, but like I don't have like a band's name or a rapper's right. name like in my mind. That's okay. I mean, I was born and raised in the States. Right. I know. So, right. So for the most part, uh, I'm, I'm American. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I'll throw on some, you know, some Wu-Tang while I'm cooking adobo. There you go. So that's, that's, that's Filipino keep, enough for me. That's how you keep the Filipino spirit alive. Yeah. Uh, my favorite Jewish musicians. <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> All of them. All of them. Um, <laughs> Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Uh, Lil Dicky. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Who's also Jewish? Beastie Boys, I guess. They're like the, you know, the king Jews of the music industry. All right, Eddie. Uh, let's do one more question and we'll hit the road. Hey, tech nerd Chase. My computer is slow as shit and it's only a couple years old. Before you say it's probably from porn, this is a strict work computer and I do all of that on my personal computer. Anything I can do to speed it up. A little homework for tech nerd Chase. <laughs> you know, let us know. Hey, by the way, tech nerd Chase. Oh, damn it. He started a podcast of his own. Oh, did he? Crap. And I, I should be giving him a plug here oh. for it. I don't even know if he's taking it seriously. You know what? Tech Nerd Chase, if you're listening, this is a good way for me to know you're still listening and you deserve <laughs> a plug. Otherwise, maybe you don't even want a plug. I don't want to give you the save for the show uh, flood. <laughs> All the goddamn listeners just coming to your show. Yeah. But Tech Nerd Chase, yeah, if you can help this guy out. I've got some advice for this guy. You know what? You're going to want to uh, defrag your hard drive and then... Uh... <laughs> yeah, is that what? It's probably a PC. Yeah. You remember doing that? Defragging <laughs> your hard drive? Oh, God. Uh, all right, Eddie. That's that's the end of it here, bud. Uh, all right. So for this week, for uh, the sistery from Amanda Hug and Kiss, what do we got going on here? It's a song from episode 112 called punch card uh oh you know what this is about i think what did i do for my wife i oh i remember i switched iphones with her yeah like i gave her a better iphone and then i made her tell me say i could fuck her like eight times yeah and i called it a punch card and then a good friend of ours in real life and listener of the show she listened to that episode then she told her husband like i'll let you fuck me i want some new patio equipment <laughs> some new patio furniture uh, so, and I was fine with that agreement. Yeah. That was know? a good episode. Yeah. That was a good episode. Yeah. Uh, and a good, there's another one, another thing for you to take <laughs> to your life, you know, bribe your significant other with sex. Yeah. doesn't work that way with me. <laughs> I can't be like, yo girl. She's like, okay, well I'm not going to fuck you. I'll be like, listen, I'm gonna buy red dead redemption. <laughs> and then I get to fuck you three times. <laughs> okay. Just that's my thing. Uh, or if she was like, yeah, let me, uh, yeah, what could I do? 
Oh, whatever. Which we, I wanted to talk about Red Dead too. Oh, yeah. Because you and I are playing it so much. Hey, by the way, uh, when the game does come out, I wish it had crossplay. Yeah. Because you and I can't play together. You're PlayStation. I'm I am. Xbox. And we do have an Xbox Live group, I think. You can, it's oh, okay. called like Sif Show. Because when it does come out, we could have a gang. I'm a cowboy. That would be, <laughs> Eddie be out fun. there. And uh, we can like, you know, rob people together. Mm-hmm. Problem is my kids play my account. So if anyone wants to be my friend on Xbox Live, that's cool. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, it's my children. Yeah. So if you like talk to them. <laughs> so pussy like, got wet. Pussy got wet. And they'll come running in. Dad, dad, dad. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's yelling pussy at us. <laughs> uh, don't do that. All right. Eddie. Episode 112, Punch Card. The song is called Trash Queen by the band Dish Pit. And that's it. Otherwise, this has been episode 306. So say it for the show again, Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you soon. See you. I guess he left it to my dad. I remember after Bill lost his So I, I've never really, I shouldn't say never, because I think every relationship, you inherently barter sex for goods. Yeah. Right? I mean, you may not say, if you fuck me, I will do this. But you kind of know, like, all right, babe, if we, if I take you out to a nice dinner, you're going to have sex with me. Yeah. If I do something, you will do this. And it goes both ways, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I've never said to my wife, hey, if I do X, Y, and Z, or you do that, if I buy you this, then this is worth five fucks <laughs> or something. So she dropped a bowl of spaghetti on the glass, and it just, like, whoosh, destroyed her phone. Her phone was just destroyed. So she couldn't even use it at all. So I said, I don't know who said the idea of it, but um, she was now using an iPhone 4, which sucks. Those things are yeah. fucking eight years old in garbage <laughs> town. She said, hey, um, if you let me use your phone, you know, why don't you let me use your phone? Yeah. Let me use your phone. I'll take pictures again. I'm sorry. You know, you have to use the 4. We'll get the new ones when they come out. And I think I said, I'll do that. You have to have sex with me every day. <laughs> Every single day you have to fuck me for a month, okay? okay. And then when I said that, I kind of thought to myself, like, you know, I, I kind of don't want to have sex every day. <laughs> like, if I'm really going to have to go through this, like, you know, I like sex a lot, but every single day, every single day, yeah. I think we get kind of tiring. Yeah. And maybe that's a sign of me being an old bastard, <laughs> but I don't know if I'd want to fuck my wife every day. So I said, how about this? How about every other day? That's 15 times. So I have like a punch card. <laughs> For 15 fucks. And for that, I will switch phones with you. I will use your shitty phone. And she said, deal. Are you serious? Yeah. And then right. And then so on that spot, I got my first punch. Nice. Punched it hard. Was that like the, hard was, was that like the handshake? Yes. Like the first time, the punch? It was, we sealed the deal. And I was able to say what I wanted. You know, like this, is how, this position, this is how it's going to go. And it was still very tasteful. <laughs> Very classy. I'm a gentleman. Yes, definitely. I would never, you know, say anything gross about my wife on (laughs) on the internet. So punch that card. And I've never had something so where it's like, okay, you have 14 fucks left. (laughs) And then, you know, a few days later, I threw another one in, another punch. And Is it like a, like whenever you say? Like if you're like, now. But I think like if it's nighttime, we're going to bed and I'm like, hey, you know, (laughs) hey, 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 hey. I'm I'm at the yogurt shop and I got my punch card. I got my buy one, get one. So then I was joking with her too. I was like, if if you give me a blowjob, is that two punches? Like, you know, if I want to do a crazy position, is that two punches? So she said, no, everything's one punch. And so I got 13 punches left. Nice, dude. So we'll see. Living the dream. And I I was like, what about anal? She's like, that's fucking all of them. Every punch. And I said, great, well, I'm not going to waste it on that. (laughs) No, thank you, (laughs) ma'am.
to my angel. 